Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves and won. My name is Rich Lebrun, and I am the founder and CEO of Lebrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Rich Lebrun and I will be your host today. We'll be covering a wide range of topics from a, from a founder who started her own company, who bet on herself and has won. I have been looking forward to this day for a very long time and very excited for this interview. Uh, it's gonna be my sincere pleasure and honor to introduce to my listeners a dear and lifelong friend, Linda Day Harrison. Uh, Linda is truly an innovator, a mentor, a leader, and probably one of the most generous people you could ever meet. She's got a long list of accomplishments, but for the sake of time, I'm going to highlight these. Uh, Linda Day is the founder of the Brokers List, an interactive collaborative community of commercial real estate brokers and other professionals. Linda is an expert at forging the kind of productive business relationships that are fundamental to commercial real estate success. Linda was an active CPM and CCIM and traded her three-decade career to making finding commercial real estate brokers so much easier. She's a blogger, she's an influencer, she's mastered the art of blogging and the use of social media to push her to the top of the Google search. Linda's been named under multiple awards. She's identified as a woman of influence in commercial real estate. She's a, a top female influencer in LinkedIn and in Twitter. Uh, she's been recognized by Real Estate News Tech as top woman uh, for commercial real estate technology. Linda has led monthly commercial real estate marketing call, which is now podcasting along with her co-founders since 2017. She's also the co-founder of Let's Get Social, which we'll learn a little bit more about, an annual kickoff event in conjunction with the ICSC in Las Vegas. She's also a co-founder of the well-renowned DNA of Commercial Real Estate Survey, which has now been established as an annual industrial survey. And I could go on and on and on. Uh, I'm going to put in the notes of this podcast where you can find Linda on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. However, now I'd rather just talk with Linda. Okay, so Linda, welcome aboard. I'm just so glad to have you here. I'm so glad to be here, but I can't believe all that stuff you just read off. I'm like, what? Who is that? I don't know who it is. You've been a busy person. I know. <laughs> I didn't even know I did it. You never didn't did it. Well, yeah. you did. You did. And yeah. you touched a lot of people's lives along the way, mine being one of them. So I'm totally thank you, Rich. To you. Uh, thank you for that incredible bio. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, our listeners want to learn. Okay. Our listeners are really looking for this secret sauce, if there is one, of what people who decided to leave corporate America go all in, if we say bet on themselves, because that's a decision you made. Uh, and so we're going to cover that story. And right, right from the beginning, I want to hear your story. What, you know, what happened? Okay, tell us how, what caused you to start your own business. Wow. Well, it started when I, how do I say this, ended my desk job, I'll call it, or corporate job, which you are very familiar with what I, what I did for three decades. 
And it was not easy. You know me like a book. I don't change. I don't like to change. I don't like to get a new job. I don't like any of that. So I'm somebody that would get a job and stay with the job forever. Would you agree, Rich? I agree. I agree. You, you would have to put dynamite under my chair and blow me up to get me to, <laughs> to leave. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally. So it was really a, 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 a tough time for me personally, and it kind of dovetailed and the timing couldn't have been better when I made the decision to, to leave. And it was very hard to do it. So uh, my mom had some personal things, her husband died and my husband and I were trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to do? My mom's all the way across on the other side of the country. I'm in Chicago. She's on the West coast, that whole thing. And, you know, when you're getting older, your parents are getting older. So you're always looking at how to couple family and career or family and your life because you need to support them and, and they need a support system. So it turned out for me that we decided to, my husband and I, we had an RV for many years and we decided to go on the road for a while and kind of just try to figure things out. And along the way, believe it or not, I just started doing very simple, just on my own, a little bit of consulting. And I was using LinkedIn back then. Mm -hmm. And I know you were using you're, LinkedIn you're, too. You're an early adopter. Yeah. Well, I, I was on LinkedIn since 04. Yeah. I had been introduced to LinkedIn through an architect and, and, and I'll name some names. One of Anthony Belushi's architects. I don't know if you remember Tony. Yeah. And one of his guys, Tom called me and said, you've got to get on this LinkedIn. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is 04. I mean, we're talking like we were kind of the stone ages back then. He said, oh, you've got to get on it. So I did. There were less than a million people on LinkedIn at the time. No kidding. Yeah. And I, you know, got on it and I filled out whatever they said to fill out. And I was like, this is really interesting. And, my, you know, my wheels are spinning. Five years later, I was on LinkedIn for five years. And then all this kind of stuff you know, with my life and, you know, traveling and trying to figure out what I was going to do was all kind of coming together and kind of spinning around. And the reason I'm saying this is because I think when people are trying to figure things out, I think it's a combination of things that come together. It's not just one thing, but I think it's got to be everything coming together, like a really good marriage of pieces to help you figure out where you're going to go because I had no clue, literally. I, I was as clueless as you could ever imagine. And it's, I was getting a lot of calls through LinkedIn and inquiries and opportunities. And I thought, this is amazing. This is actually magical. Being on the internet, which back then was very unusual. Nobody was on it, at least in my, in my industry. How about for you, Rich? Do you even remember? Well, again, you were the leader in this technology conversation. So uh, yeah, I remember like, I remember asking you, what is this LinkedIn? What are you doing? Why would anybody want to do it? Uh, so yeah, it was very innovative at the time. It, it was so new to us and nobody was on yeah. it. So yeah. the few people that were, were actually making connections because yeah. it was a smaller audience, a smaller number of people on it. So I got a call from this, this young, probably 20 something tech guy. This is mm -hmm. what started the whole thing. Who said, 
you are an industry expert. I said, I am. He said, yeah, you're an industry expert. You're a subject matter expert in what you've done for the last 30 years. And I thought, oh, okay, yes, I guess you're right. You're 20 something. I'm not, I've done a certain job for so many decades. I guess I do know quite a bit about it. He said, we're developing a technology and we need you to come and sit with us and our developers and use it and, and tell us what you see. And well, that was the end of it for me. It, the, the technology bug has now bit me and you know how I was which, with technology anyway. Yes. So it was just, it was just like this, the stars just kind of just crashed together. So, so you, you got thrown into this, which is, I'm glad you brought this up because some people plan from a very young age to be an entrepreneur or their family was one, they kind of right. walked, walked into that, but life puts you into an entrepreneur thinking uh, it was not on your radar. You were no. happy in corporate America. You were doing extremely well. Some life kind of threw a couple of curveballs at you and you were adapting and adjusting as you were going. Absolutely. And that's why I bring up this crazy story because people shouldn't like worry or panic and think, oh, I don't have a plan. Oh, I don't know. I think, and you know this too, you've got to do what you love. Yeah. You've got to love it. You've got to like get up in the morning so excited. That's how I look at it. Like jump out of bed and go, oh, I can't wait to do this. Or, oh, I can't wait to, to see how this looks today. Or, you know, how many people came on the website or whatever it is you're doing. But anyway, so my story is all these things had to come together in this way. Otherwise, there's no way I could have conceived of this. And I did need LinkedIn as an inspiration. So I think inspiration is important. Mm -hmm. And having a, I'll call it a, another business model to kind of look up to and aspire and say, oh, that helped me to. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, it came out again. Who would have guessed? You you weren't thinking about LinkedIn. LinkedIn found no. you, right? But but, I would, but let me ask you a second question. Um, because in that journey, and I know you well enough, and you are a human being, and you're mm -hmm. faced with challenges in life. What are some of the mental hurdles and maybe fears you had to overcome? Say, you know, gosh, I'm. I know I had this thing facing me, but I still got to overcome a few things, right? Yeah, I think I think the number one fear is failure. Okay. And then the number two fear is throwing money away, I guess, in my, that's all I can think of as my, that would have been my fears. But when I started down the path, the, the responses I got and the, and the feedback I got was always, ah, you're herding cats. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, nobody's on the internet. Who wants to do that? Who wants to put their profile on the internet? Who wants to who's going to do that? Like that doesn't even make sense. So, so you're, so you're in new charted territory, even to communicate what you wanted to do to your family and friends. Yeah. Or, or, or the industry industry, it, very dear friends and colleagues that I knew for years who knew me. If I, if I said what I was going to do, it would be, well, okay. You know, it wasn't like, Oh, that's a great idea. So it, it was, and you know, so, but, but you mentioned, let me, you mentioned fear, which everybody, you know, all the people I talk to have that issue. Okay. In fact, when I tell my clients, I said, I'm going to get you to fearfully excited. Right. Those are the two words I use. How did you overcome specifically the fear? You know, I, 
God, I hate to keep saying this word because it's terrible and it's not very, doesn't sound professional, but I was so clueless and, <laughs> and I had no baggage. I had no history okay. that I went into it without any thought of where I was going. It was, it was just like, a, a, it was just in my, in my mind and, and my, my passion for databases and my passion for organizing things and my passion for efficiency and processes that drove me. It was just this constant thought that it doesn't make sense the way it is now. Why can't people find commercial real estate brokers so easy? There really never has been a commercial real estate broker MLS. I'm getting specific now, but I mean, those are the things in my mind that kept telling me this makes sense. So LinkedIn was growing. So the intrigue, the intrigue carry you through that? The intrigue, the excitement, the unknown? Challenge, determination, the challenge. and challenge. Okay, so yeah. they carried you through the fear because fear yeah. was maybe was there, but maybe more in the background. Right. And determination. Like, determination. I'm determined to do this. I want to see this through. Okay. All right. So you, so you, you captured it. it. It captured you. You captured it. It turned into something that's a challenge, a passion, and a very interest. Right. Linda, you're also very conservative. Okay. Very. I've admired you for this for your entire as long as I've known you, and um, so you don't jump into things financially haphazardly, and you're very no. conservative how you approach this. So, I think our listeners would like to know that you that you kind of bootstrap this thing, right? Oh yeah, uh, totally, completely. I again, when I started to develop the concept which you know, typically when you're doing this type of thing, you do what's called a proof of concept where you do kind of a little mini test. You don't have all the bells and whistles. It's just a little, I'll call it a freebie. Like it's basically free. You can just like do something to test it. Mm -hmm. And before you go out and do this you know, bigger project. So of course I did that, which was virtually free, you know, just kind of band-aiding things together. And then when I saw, this was, I did this all by myself. I just did it myself, no development team, no developers or anybody, you know, with of any technological skill set. So I did that. And when I saw people were actually signing up, people were doing it. And I was doing a grassroots effort, so grassroots to find commercial real estate brokers around the country just on my own little way with no, no training, no idea of social media, nothing. And people were signing up. Once that happened, I then thought, now what am I gonna do? I mean, I literally had no idea what I was doing. I'm, I, I know I'm gonna be the worst example here of things, but no, I, think I really did not know what I was gonna do from one thing to the next. I had to, figure it out as I went, which is probably a bad example to people because. No, I think of our, think of our famous people that we know today, the, the Bill Gates of the world who started in the garage, okay. right? Steve yeah. Jobs, you know, didn't know, had an idea, had a dream, maybe had a thought that had no idea how they're going to get there. And they kind of, you're right in that good company. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, my point is what I'm saying is I, I wish looking back, I know that'll be probably another question that I knew, but to be honest with you, there was no information about it. In other words, even if I wanted to learn, it was all unfolding with me. 
when you look at the time I was doing it. We're talking about, you know, in the era of 2008, 2009, you couldn't just go on Google and find the answer. So it was happening as I was doing it. I was doing it as it was becoming something. I don't even remember if Facebook was a thing then yet. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember. But my point is all this digital stuff, digital marketing, social media, the influencer world, none of that really existed. It was so, unfolding. So, so, so I was just kind of going with it. I was growing with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the question is looking back, what would you do differently? If anything, maybe nothing. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you would have been last. Do in. <laughs> you would have been last in that first. In. That's right. That's a good point. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, but my point of that is that, you know, I didn't know, I, I really didn't know. I didn't have a roadmap. I didn't. And that's not me. You know how I am. It's like, yep. everything yeah. has to be in order, Yeah. but it, it couldn't be because it did not exist yet. So it was all just kind of unfolding. So the first thing I did was went on LinkedIn and went to as many groups as I could find. And this is when groups were awesome back then and said, looking for someone to help me build a website, looking for someone to help me build a website. I don't know how many times I did that. And finally one guy replied and he said, I'm interested in what you're doing. I would be interested in that. I said, really? Wow. I found somebody in the whole world. I found one person that stepped up and said, I would like to learn more about what your vision is. So I told him and he said, let me do it with you. And that was how I started with a total stranger who I didn't meet for years, years after we were working together. Isn't it amazing? But I keep hearing these words that are behind all that determination, perseverance, yeah. you know, you were determined and yeah. you, you were in unknown charted territory, not even, not only in an industry, were you ever an entrepreneur before that? Oh, my whole life. I was an entrepreneur okay. on a small scale. When I was young, you know, I always was selling something Avon world book, you know, when you're a kid, remember all that stuff you could sell when, when right. back in the day, you could sell stuff when you were a kid. And I, I made macrame. I, I was always trying to do something. So I was always hustling something. So was there, so I know you had this uncertain, uncharted waters in your industry, but going back to, you know, all in meaning, cause you had a nice job and a nice income secure, all the things oh. that you, all the things you like in life. Yeah. Okay. And CEO of a company and all this stuff. Um, now you're going to be totally relying on your, your ability to be an entrepreneur. Was that different or did you already have some of that oh. confidence build up from all the smaller ventures you went on? Well, I would have to say that I would, I shouldn't say this word because it's not a good word. Never is a bad word, but I would not want to work for anyone ever again in my life. And I think that was the most profound thing that I discovered because I felt like I was a very serving employee. I'll say like, I, I, I always felt I catered to my Tom catered to my, my bosses, you, you know, different people. Like I wanted to please them more than anything in the world. Like that was my, I was so driven by that. So I'm surprised that when I wasn't doing it, that I was okay with it. I was surprised because I thought I'd be lost. 
Oh, I don't have a boss. Oh my gosh, who's going to tell me what to do? So that was weird. But you know what you did though? You transferred that to taking care of your customers. Yes. I mean, because yes. you, you do everything for your yes. customers. Yes. You are so committed. You're so committed yeah. to your followers uh, to give them the best service. The same thing you did, let's say, for your bosses, you right. now get to do for them. So yeah. that's still- I try. You try, you do. Yeah, I try. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you, can you think of any key decision that you made that had the biggest impact to your success? Was there, was I there, think, was there a pivotal decision or a key? Make yeah. a couple. Okay. I, I think the key was what you said. Just do it. Do it. Just start. Because if I hadn't, Rich, it's like you said, I didn't have, I've got, I've got time on my side now. In other words, I, I, with our industry being as antiquated and archaic as it as it was and still is, believe it or not, because we're in a in a in a particular industry where a lot of the people in it are older, so technology has always been their Achilles heel. They still like paper, they still like the old school. I mean, yes, they have cell phones. Yes, they're you know they're they're more advanced, of course, but they're not they're not like completely embracing it. They're starting to. So I think when I started was the most important pivotal decision. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very good point. Interesting, you know, we are facing some, in our lifetime, very unusual times, okay? You, you could just put them on the whiteboard. Nothing's making sense with the economy and war and politics and all this stuff, right? But you're, you're, you're a business owner. So what are, what are some things, quotes, advice, practices, disciplines, what helps you keeping, keep moving forward in the midst of all this, I'll call it chaos around us? I think that I believe the most important thing, at least what, what I'm doing, is keeping people together and being positive and, and trying to be the example of what should be what people should be, how people should treat each other and how people should be, which is kind and responsive and helpful to people and not rude and all the bad stuff that's out there and in our industry, because it is a tough business and it's got a bad reputation, just real estate in general. I mean, whenever you watch any shows, it was always, you know, the real estate agent was the killer or, you know, the property manager was the bad guy or, you know, the developer, the evil developer. I mean, the real estate industry has a really bad kind of, I guess, stereotype. And it drives me crazy because I know so many good people in the business. I mean, it's just not true. And so to me, I, I that drives me. That drives me to say, when people touch us, when I say touch, I don't mean physically touch our site. I want them to have a different attitude and go, wow, somebody called me back or wow, they answered the phone or wow, they were so helpful. When I called and told that woman about my problem with my, my building or my property or whatever, she gave me some really good advice and, and guidance. So that's what I kind of kind of drives me, I think. You know, so interesting is we, I've heard so many people say, if someone would just show up, that's all we're asking, right? Answer <laughs> yes. the phone, call yes. me back. Yes, uh, and it's in, not difficult. It's not, but but it has such an uh, 
uh, an exponential effect. Yes. I mean, smile, a thank you. Uh, people are going, I can't believe I actually in this dark, crazy world we're going on. We've got someone actually has a bright thing going on saying, they are calling me back. It's like, are you kidding me? Yes. And, uh, yeah. I or they'll say you're the only one that called me back. I called all these places or I get this a lot. I've been calling that broker and they won't call me back. What should I do? I mean, that's like probably the number one question I get. And I'll say, okay, tell me who it is. What's the company? Give me more, some more background. And then I give them tips and pointers because they don't know how the, the companies are set up rich. They don't understand like the structures. And I'm like, okay, this is what this person does, but here's their boss and here's the company and here's some, oh, okay. You know, yeah. or sometimes they're trying to call a property. Can you imagine the public, somebody trying to reach somebody at a property and they're like, I don't know how to find anybody. It's like, it's, it's difficult. It is. It is. Linda, you've been a lifelong learner. Okay. As long as I've known you, then um, we won't share how long it's been. Our, 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 our gray hair will speak for itself. Yes. Exactly. And uh, what are you learning right now? Oh, well, I'm learning that you can get tired and it's okay. You can get tired. You can say, you know, as you get older, you, you, you know, you just want to go, 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 go. And I think I'm in, and boy, nobody knows me like you do, Rich. And, you know, I'm just, I'm realizing that, you know, you can slow down. You can say, you know what? I can slow down. I can throttle. I don't have to be like flame burner, flaming constantly. I can take a step back. I can slow down a little bit. I can change this. I can automate more, which clunk uh, me of all people, Rich, you get in a trap. You get in a trap and you're like, you've got to reevaluate what you're doing and say, wait a minute, I've been doing this this way. Wait a second. If I did this, could I automate that? I know this is just talking generalities, but look at what you're doing. See what you can do to kind of maybe give yourself a break. So it's, it's not because especially when you're like a one person organization, like I am, I outsource everything. Right. So you know, sometimes you take on too much. So I think it's okay to be tired. I think it's okay to, to, to try to find easier ways to do things when you're an entrepreneur. Don't, don't burn yourself out, I guess is what I would say. Yeah, I would hope that wisdom <laughs> plays into our life as we get older and we've learned. Uh, Linda, what some, would be some advice you would like to share with our listeners who are on the fence, uh, considering that they want to go all in and become an entrepreneur? Well, I absolutely start. And I love the test model idea. I love that concept. And I've been doing that and Rich will attest to this. Try it. Now, what, did, what do I mean by that? Well, when we were working back in the day, when we'd hire somebody, we'd say it's temporary. We want to try you and you try us. You work for us for 90 days. Let's see if there's a, a good fit here or 30 or whatever you decide. Same concept with a business. Can you, can you try it? Can you test it? Can you see if you like it in some way? And I don't know what the business example would be, but like on a small scale, like give it a try, take a test drive, maybe go work there, you know, or go work at a company similar to that. That may be against your teachings, Rich. I don't know in the world of what you do, but to me, I think it's always good to try something. Well, you know, in the, in, you know, I'm a franchise consultant, as you know, and I help people go through this journey. 
but we call it, the terminology we use the same thing investors use when you're looking at stocks or real estate where you want to de-risk it. And so uh, we have a pro process that you could not necessarily try it, but you can sure ask enough questions, visit enough people, test the product, you know, enough. So before you would make a decision. So oh, like a due diligence. The due diligence, exactly right. Do the due diligence before you spend the money. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah, because so, I don't know your business. So I don't know how yeah, that call, works. Yeah, we call it de-risking it. And that's what we're trying to do, whether you are bootstrapping or not, or even you're still trying to de-risk the idea and the investment. Right. Linda, we business. only have a couple, we only have a couple minutes left. And I want to okay. do a couple, I want to do one key thing. Okay. I want you to tell people because they, you know, we've talked about what you do, but they really don't mm -hmm. know what you do. Oh, okay. So, uh, tell them what you finally created. Okay. okay. Uh, tell them, you know, what the story behind that. We have about uh -huh. five minutes here. Okay. And then, um, and then at, at the end, tell them how they can get in touch with you if everybody has an interest in connecting with you. All right. Okay. It's kind of like, what's my line? Now I'm going to surprise them and <laughs> tell them what it is. <laughs> the great reveal. <laughs> Like a reveal. <laughs> I like that idea, Rich. You talk about it, and then at the end, you tell. <laughs> I'm gonna do that in the next one. So I like it. Yeah, it's the big reveal. Can you guess what I do? <laughs> anyway, I don't know what the grand prize will be, but yeah, it'll be so, something, something nominal. <laughs> yeah, I built an uh, an application that is a free tool for commercial real estate brokers called the Broker List. And it is also a community because it is a, a, a community of people in the commercial real estate industry online. We do do some things that bring people together. Rich alluded to some of the activities we do that are outside of being online, but we have a website called thebrokerlist.com. So it's T-H-E brokerlist.com. And we are on all social media. So if you search for the broker list anywhere on social media, you will find us, which is an important tip in itself. It makes, makes you easy to find. And we have a blog. So all of our members can blog with us. We are constantly promoting our members and pushing out content on social media about our members. We allow our members to post for at no cost. They're commercial real estate uh, listings, also their wants and needs, which means if they have, they're searching for a client, looking for something, a particular building or a particular piece of land or space or whatever they want or need, they can post that. And then they can post closed transactions to show the public their accomplishments to, so they can help qualify them to be hired if they need a commercial real estate broker. And then they can post, they can have a profile of themselves and their company as well. And it gives them a lot of uh, SEO Google juice, so to speak. So they're found easier online. Now you work with large real estate companies and independents, right? All, all, anybody in the business that is, we verify them. So if you sign up and you are selling insurance, you will not be accepted. If you are in residential real estate selling single family homes, you will not be accepted. So our secret sauce is we verify every single person. We have a very high quality list and a very high quality database of our members. And our my business model is just simply, we have advertisers that advertise with us because they wanna get in front of that audience. So the concept when I conceived of it is why not have a free platform for the brokers to use 
and then have the the advertisers who have a very difficult time finding this hard to reach segment of the industry all in one place would be a win-win. So that was the concept of it. And yeah. it's thebrokerlist.com. And my email is Linda at thebrokerlist.com. And you can find me almost anywhere if you if you if you Google the broker list. Yeah. And I encourage all my listeners who have an interest in this industry to reach out to Linda. She's a wealth of knowledge. She is extremely generous with her time and, and resources to share with you. And uh, I can't highly, more highly recommend her to do that. So uh, I just uh, thought Linda, of something. Yeah, go ahead. And if you're one of Rich's customers or one of the big franchise companies, we have a full website full of properties. So maybe if your franchise needs properties, always consider looking at our inventory. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up because I real, didn't. <laughs> a lot of real estate, a lot of franchises have a real estate component to it, and it's a very, it's it's one of the more challenging things to do on the franchise side. So having connecting with you and your, you have what over ten thousand people uh, brokers, yes. right? Yes. A very big uh, uh, access to a big great pool of people. So thanks for that, and definitely, uh, it's definitely good for the franchise companies to do that. Yeah. And I want to mention our goal is to get, we're almost at 10,000. Our goal is to be 10,000 this year. So that's our big goal. Yeah. Linda, I told you, I've been waiting this for this a long time. It's been a lot of fun. You and I could talk for hours. Uh, unfortunately, we have to let our listeners go. And, uh, but anyhow, thanks again for being on the show. And uh, for all you who are listening, uh, this will be posted soon in social media and you'll get a chance to share this with your friends as well. Thanks. Thanks again. Rich. You're Bye. Welcome. Rich LeBrun here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you're a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.